How are you guys doing out there? You got another wonderful episode of Wrestling Geeks Alliance, uh, where tonight where it's it's all WrestleMania. It's gonna be spectacular, wonderful. We're gonna set shit on fire and hopefully not kill any homeless people in the process. Not that we would. That's fucked up. Uh, of course, my co-host Chris. Chris, how are you doing? I am doing great, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm having I'm having a day, dude. You know, I'm having a day. Um, but you know, it's, 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 it's life. It, it feels lifey if that makes sense. Um, but anyways, yeah. we're going to have a great show. We got an awesome guest too. Um, Cleo Thomas, he's a actor, rapper. He's been in movies like Holes and The Rundown. He's going to be gone later on calling in, uh, have a nice little conversation about WrestleMania. But basically we're going to go over this whole past year, what we want in the future. And then of course the big event itself. So remember, if you guys want to call in, ask some questions, call 929-477-3781. You'll be listening to us at that point. Press 1 to join the conversation. All right. So, uh, dude, it's been quite a year. Um, let me ask you, as, as someone that I think looks at things um, sometimes a lot more thoroughly than I do, you know, based on – an era that I was kind of annoyed by and I couldn't get back into because the only thing that kind of like made me think about getting back into wrestling was CM Punk, but I really didn't like the PG era. Personally, I feel like it's changed a lot uh, with even in this last year. wasn't a big fan of the brand split, but how do you feel, Chris, on this last year with the WWE? Let's see. The last year, there was some big mistakes made. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins yeah. coming back at heel for instance, was pretty fucking terrible. Uh, came out dressed all in white. Fans pop. And then he just immediately goes heel again. And that shit faltered so hard. The brand split split up the what would be the shield to give people brains to feud with if you wanted to turn him heel. A little negative about that. It also split most of the tag teams up to SmackDown. The SmackDown really kind of became the show to watch if you like tag team mm-hmm. wrestling at all. And uh, their ratings have been consistently down in comparison to the year before. That being said, a lot of the quality matches, uh, there, there's been a lot of really good high-level matches. Most of the AJ Styles-John Cena matches have been... Well, I'll, actually, I'll go on a limb and say all of the John Cena AJ Styles matches have been pretty damn good, like I would say three to four stars. And, uh, I mean, AJ Styles won the title, something I never thought I would see in my lifetime, which was awesome. Uh, Kevin Owens won a title, or yep. won the title. Uh, Triple H has kind of gotten back into things. One thing about the brand split that no one's really talked about is how it kind of devoured uh, a lot of the NXT roster. So NXT's kind of fallen a little bit by the wayside. I know there's still some people there that people really care about, uh, the Perfect Ten, for instance. And No Way Jose seems to have a, a fun gimmick that people seem to like. And, uh, you know, Eric Young's down there still, and, and Bobby Roode's doing his thing. And then, of course, Sinsuke, which 
I have no clue why he's still down there, but he's down there. <laughs> they kind of just hold him down the court. But overall, you know, it's been a pretty good year for wrestling with some with some solid matches. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn and what was supposed to be the last time they fought each other, which we've learned over the past, like, two months since they've wrestled seven times, but that's not the case. Uh, with the Fight Forever chance was a pretty good match. I mean, there's a lot of good to take in with the bad. That being said, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's WWE, so there's going to be good and bad always. Hopefully those, the good matches are what makes you tune in. And, uh, you know, Samoa Joe came up to the main roster. Well, I guess that was technically, yep. if we're considering the calendar year based on WrestleMania, he came up to the main roster. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. So, you know, I think they missed out on some opportunities with some free agents out there this year. Hopefully they'll pick up someone like Ricochet for NXT. I think that would be really mm-hmm. good for them, kind of kind of get some of that talent in there. I think Pentagon Jr. is a free agent now. I think that would be oh, good. Oh, that'd be awesome. Hopefully they're, they're rebuilding. I hope that they're rebuilding NXT this year. Um because I don't want that. I don't want the brand to die. I think it really does help uh, help does. the wrestlers learn WWE style, which is different than uh, you know Indies Ring Honor and TNA. That, that, that style yeah. is just different in, in comparison to WWE. I mean WWE, you might have four minutes to get your shit in and look good, and it's it's softer for the most part. So I don't want to see. Uh, well, hey, I just don't want to see NXT collapse. No, I, I agree with you in that. I, I don't want to see that either. I think that, you know, the, it's very beneficial because especially if the WWE, if were to buy out Ring of Honor, it would be kind of like its last indie format, if that makes sense. Um, but, uh, hey, I think that we got Jawan here, so I'm going to add him into the group and uh, see what he has to say about this question. Sure. Hello. Jawan? Yes, sir. What's up, buddy? I think What's we have going on, guys? On hold. I, is it, I think it might be Joel. It's, it's your same area code. Uh, person on hold, if you would like to join the conversation, press 1 so I know to cue you. But, Joel, we were just talking about this last year uh, with WWE, the goods, the bads, the ugly, if you will, uh, especially Randy Orton mm-hmm. getting cut the fuck open. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't this last year. That might have been the year before. But how did you feel personally about this last year with WWE? What did you like? What did you not like? What are you worried about? Um, I, I think we've, we've discussed this before. I love Samoa Joe um, getting brought up. I love Kevin Owens having the uh, the title um, and, you know, the whole storyline with him and Jericho. I really enjoyed that. Um, as far as uh, I also liked um, Triple H. You know, I, I like the idea of Triple H coming back at least once a year around this time to feud with somebody. I, I don't have any issue with that. I think he's, um, you know, he's deserved that to where he's still being loyal to fans that love uh, seeing him wrestle. Um, but we do need to understand that he does have a job to do, which is, you know, bringing the best talent, uh, uh, you know, to the ring. So I'm completely okay yep. with that. Uh, what I do not like is that Brock Lesnar and Goldberg still have a job with WWE. Um, I mainly say, I mainly say what I dislike most and who I don't think gets enough of um, negativity towards them 
is Goldberg always says that he came back for the kids. So I blame the youth. I blame this generation uh, not knowing what the hell they're talking about and forcing this horrible man to come out of retirement uh, to poison the WWE Universal title. So, you know, kids, you're horrible. Um, but, yeah, I also agree. I, I hate the brand, uh, the, the brand split. Uh, it really didn't make sense for the time that they did it. I thought after after this WrestleMania would have been a good time to maybe go into that. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't like kind of how um, they didn't use Mick Foley properly as, um, I guess, GM or whatever his title was. But, you know, SmackDown, I also don't like the SmackDown's a better show than Raw. And Raw has, you know, all the big guys on there. But um, all in all, wrestling has been pretty... It's been a lot better uh, so far this year than, you know, years previous. So I, I, I hope this is its chance to kind of go on into a different stratosphere and improve on all the mistakes that it's made before. Very, very well said. Um, I think it was a pretty good year. Uh, the reason why I'm going to say that is because I played wrestling video games for so long that I finally said, fuck it, and decided to watch this year. So that was a good thing because it got me into it. I started watching right after WrestleMania, like I joined another season years later or some shit like that. Uh, but there, there have been definitely some things that I find questionable, uh, unreasonable, one of the things was the storyline with Mick Foley being like the dead horse that they got to beat every so often. Although I liked a lot of stuff that they incorporated with him with Sami Zayn. Um, I loved, uh, you know, a feud that was great to watch, actually, kind of like Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens was Sheamus and Cesaro. They had great chemistry. And then, you know, thrown halfway through it, they become a good tag team. You know, obviously I'd like to see them be- as single competitors. But I thought it was pretty uh, – Impressive, some of their matches. I think it was like the best of... It was a ridiculous number. It was actually pretty stupid, like the concept. But their matches were good. So that's what I really cared about. Um, I like that the tag team division is on SmackDown, and the women's division is on Raw, basically, for the most part. At least the wrestlers I care about. uh, You know, and no offense to the women's division on SmackDown. I'm just more invested in the opposites. Um, I like the Cruiserweight. Uh, I thought the whole UK title was interesting. They just did some different things, and um, I don't know why the fuck Goldberg's the champion. Uh, why is that again? Why are we doing that? Why have we returned Roman Reigns' heel? Cause he, what cause was he, the point of that? Because he, he's still fucking over. That's uh, why. And why, is, and why are we not like just embracing AJ Styles as a baby face? Completely, like it's, instead of this like dicking around it's the shit. Same reason. It's the same fucking reason that people think the Attitude Era, like the wrestling there, was so much better. When actually it was just more outrageous. That the wrestling was kind of shit for the most part, minus a couple yep. of the top guys. I mean, like Legion of oh, Doom 2000. Back. Pretty terrible. Attitude Era doesn't have shit. Attitude Era doesn't have shit on the friggin' uh, what you call it, the ruthless aggression era. Or even the 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 one before that, uh, the the new new age or whatever, you know, attitude was great because of the attitude, obviously, in the name and just the spectacle of it, uh, not so much the wrestling, but uh, yeah, just this year has 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 been really intriguing. I like seeing certain wrestlers go in certain directions. Um, Samoa Joe is now part of the main roster, but 
I think that, in my opinion, it could be better. I think that they can do some stuff that could be, I don't know, if they keep Bray Wyatt where he is as a dominating force and don't just, like, kill it and nip it in the butt, give fucking Kevin Owens a chance to get that title back, too. Although the thing is about Bray Wyatt is I want to see AJ Styles get the title. The one thing that I'll have to say is the biggest flaw is the brand split itself. Because me watching it, it didn't bother me from going the year before without it to with it. It was the fact that they don't have a big enough roster to garnish a fucking brand split. They just don't. They don't their tag division needs just one division. Their, their, their women's division needs just one division. You know, you, you can't have like more, a little bit more than a handful of fucking wrestlers or groups and expect that to be really worth watching. I've seen the same fucking matches over and over again with different people. So that, that, that's my one big flaw. But I want to move on from this uh, and talk about who you guys thought basically was the MVP this year. Uh, I'll go last because I can change mine if you guys choose mine. So it's a strategy more than anything. But, uh, Juwan, first you. Who do you think was of the course, MVP no this pressure. year? Um, okay. Uh, wow. Put me on the spot. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say Kevin Owens. Um, if not Kevin Owens, I mean, I guess I'd like to split it between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. Um, they, they would be my, uh, two MVPs mainly because Kevin Owens, um, brought us a very healthy, uh, combination. So did AJ Styles of being a great in-ring performer along with someone who's amazing on the microphone. And both of them bring, um, those, those intangibles to, uh, to their, you know, their performances. So I'd say if I had to choose, since you're putting me on the spot as first, um, I'm going to split my MVP award between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. I, I can respect that. Uh, Chris, uh, do you feel the same way or do you get someone different? Uh, I'm going to go heel and face. MVP of heel is the only heel in the WWE. That's the Miz. <laughs> MVP face. I would uh, I would personally say probably still John Cena as far as like a good guy because AJ Styles kind of turned heel so he's playing like a little bit of a tweener right now but uh, you know John Cena and AJ Styles had some fucking great matches and John Cena's work deserves to be appreciated I know people hate him people are gonna shit on me for saying this but. I think he was uh, he he added a lot to SmackDown and uh, helped those ratings quite a bit just by being there. So those would be my two two SmackDown guys. Now I agree completely with you guys for what you've stated. Um, I will say that who I pick AJ Styles it was either between for me AJ Styles or Bray Wyatt, um, but Kevin Owens too has had an incredible year. John Cena. I mean, arguably, some of the best promos. You can say what you want about John Cena, but also, also his in-ring work. Because what I love about Kevin Owens, and the same thing goes for AJ Styles, is that they worked with Chris Jericho and John Cena, two vets. But the, them together, because they're good wrestlers, had put on good matches and stuff and brought out the best in each other, um, I think. So, yeah. But I, I, I love Bray Wyatt. Um, I loved – I really – at first, I thought it was dumb, the whole Randy Orton thing, until they twisted it, and Randy Orton wanted to be a part of it. And I was like, okay, that's kind of strange. And, of course, he was just doing it to, like, to screw him over. I mean, it's, it's a, basically a fucking soap opera concept. But still, for the sake of this concept, you know, it was just, 
really good performances by him in the ring. And then the fact that people – he's a heel in essence, but it's not like he's mean to the crowd. The crowd's really, you know, reacts to him in any way. You know, everyone said that he deserved it, and I did too. Because I don't know necessarily if he's like going to be the next Undertaker, like everyone claims. But I think that he's someone that can have that mythical presence once the Undertaker leaves, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I I would say Bray Wyatt. But if I were to go second, I would definitely say uh, AJ Styles uh, for sure. So, you know, now my next question for you guys: uh, Who do you think was? I feel like we're all going to pick the same person. Who were you least satisfied with? Like, who was the un-MVP? Chris, I'll go to you first. The un-MVP? Like, the worst of yeah. the worst? Yep. Oh, God. Give me a tough one. Probably Dolph Ziggler. And not because he's a yeah. bad just because we don't do shit with him and his gimmick has been stale for forever. And even with his recent heel turn, no one cares as much as I hate Enzo. And that would definitely probably be my pick. And that's probably who you're thinking of. He's at least good on the mic. And like, you know, people seem to like that. I don't think that anyone gives a shit when Dolph Ziggler walks out, except for people that just love seeing him take ridiculous Shawn Michaels style bumps. So, that's very true. He's got the bumpage of a Shawn Michaels. Well, hopefully not the other bumpage of a, of a young Shawn Michaels, but you know what I'm saying. Anyways, uh, Juwan, uh, who would you say personally is the un-MVP of this last year for the WWE? Um, my pick, uh, if, if not in the morning, I, I despise him so much, um, as with them in the new day. Um, I'm going to have to look at a wild card here, one that you guys probably definitely won't agree with. I'm going to say Dean Ambrose. Um, I, I try my best to watch every SmackDown, and he just never does anything for me. I think what redeems anything for me is the feud that he has with um, Baron Corbin, because I just love Baron Corbin so much. But I'm going to go Dean Ambrose. He really doesn't do it for me at all. Well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I went into this uh, concept, um, you know, for a question in my head, I thought you were both going to say Bill Goldberg. Uh, but oh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler yeah, and Dean Ambrose. He's a I guess I found out some new so, stuff about him. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm sick of the new day. He's a part-timer, um, and his matches have been fine. So, you know, it, for what it is, and what he's doing has been fine. And his still match has not been fine. He's spearing on, someone Chris. and they're giving him a fucking jackhammer and, and it's done. I wanted to ask <laughs> Chris this. Uh, I wanted to ask you and Chris this. This bothers me, right? Remember when Dave okay. Batista came back? Remember when Batista came back? Uh, he was promoting, I think it was Guardians maybe at the time. He was promoting some movie. But when he came back, won the Royal Rumble then went on, you know, uh, to WrestleMania and everything. You guys remember that time? Yeah, I do. You remember how fans literally took huge dumps on Batista by booing him from his very first day back? Well, yeah, but the reason that was is because everyone wanted the sweetheart Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble. I don't don't think it had as much – Batista was never over as Daniel Bryan. So if you're going to do that – 
no, I, I agree with you on that. The, the point I was making was, why is it acceptable for Goldberg? I mean, because if you look at it, if you look at it like this, we definitely didn't want, and I, I can even maybe speak for some fans, no one wanted Goldberg to win. I, I remember we, we all had it in our heads that the 30th entrant would be a surprise, and maybe that surprise might win the Royal Rumble. Uh, I mean, not that Goldberg won the Royal Rumble, I'm sorry, um, for him to, to win the title. Um, or to get the opportunity at WrestleMania. Everyone chewed Batista out because it was like, you didn't deserve it, you don't deserve it. Goldberg kind of took like a U-turn instead of winning the Royal Rumble. He took like a U-turn to get the title to then main event WrestleMania. So what I don't understand is why that's acceptable, but like they chewed out Batista. And to me, Batista, I thought was more of a fan favorite than Goldberg because who wanted Goldberg to return after all this time? I'd be way more excited for Batista to be back than Goldberg to ever have come back. Well, what about everyone None. that chants Goldberg? I mean, you're we're talking yeah, about yeah, non-wrestling wrestling fans, large. people that like the performance, people that like the performance and not the actual like the physics of it, if that makes sense. I think are the ones that like Goldberg. It's more about the spectacle, and, and I guess. Another thing is, no one is bigger, like as far as a face goes on Monday Night Raw, who's bigger than who's more over as a good guy than Bill Goldberg? Let's think about it. I mean, I, I guess. They don't have any, they don't have any good guys. Even their like, good guys are good guys. Their, their, heels, their heels are good guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I understand that, but it just, it always bothered me because it was the same problem I had when, you know, they first started booing John Cena. Um, around the time where The Rock was kind of making his his, uh, triumphant return. And it was one of those things where it was just like, Batista at some point, you know, before he kind of, you know, left or whatever, had had been in the WWE for so long, day in, day out. Goldberg had been gone for like 20 years, just like The Rock had been gone. John (laughs) Cena was here day in, day out. The second somebody from the past comes back, it's like, nah, you man, I like this guy I haven't seen in 20 years. Nostalgia, heavy like, drug, dude. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted to yeah, know no, what yeah. I thought on that. I didn't mean to kind of spin it in the in the wrong direction. No, but no. that always bothered me. I mean, it's it's Joanne. It's similar. I say the same thing about like my my analogy, but like, well, why did you treat Sting like crap? But you know, you put fucking the title back on Goldberg. It's because he has some name recognition with like a lot of fucking people that are, are more into it as, like, I guess nostalgia and not into it as much as the te- technical aspects like all three of us, you know? Um, right. Would you have anything else to say about that, Chris? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I, I didn't want to see the belts on Goldberg, but the problem isn't necessarily Goldberg. The problem is you've got to build heroes. You don't, you don't have any fucking good guys or people the fans want to cheer from. They're going to they're gonna, go for that nostalgia act. And uh, the John Cena thing, I agree with 100%. And part of that is they put him in a program with The Miz. So he was pro- he was promoing against The Miz in fucking The Rock at the same time. And I think it soured a lot of people because he had just worked a bunch of matches with The Miz, a bunch of pay-per-views, and then he had also worked a bunch of pay-per-views with Randy Orton right before that. And that had right. been the program for like two years so I, WWE kind of killed him in general well, indirectly just by bad booking, in my opinion. Well, but. Do, you remember, 
Do you remember when uh, Hollywood Hogan came to WWE and they did The Rock versus Hogan? H- Hogan was the heel, but since everyone kind of missed Hulk Hogan, the whole entire thing switched, and by WrestleMania, people were booing. Like, they hated The Rock since, like, Rocky Sucks days at WrestleMania in a giant arena. So it, it's a whole nostalgia concept, you know. I mean, people miss certain things. I don't know why the fuck any, I'm, I'm, uh, that's it. Uh, I've had it. Fuck Goldberg. I'm sorry. I, it's a fucking joke. That was the biggest joke of this year besides the goddamn brand split. Fuck Goldberg. It, I, I don't want to hear him. I would never say any of this to his face. Bill Goldberg, if you're listening, you're a very, very nice guy. But fuck you. Anyways, but, you know, I don't want to hear him complaining about, like, you know, how it's taken so much out of him with shit like that. What the fuck are you talking about? You're having to go in there, spear one, one a guy that I actually have respect for uh, compared to you with Brock Lesnar, and he's taking and looking like a bitch compared to you. It was kind of cool, but when it happened at, at, at WrestleMania, it just was dumb. Um, I hope he's done after this. I hope Brock Lesnar beats him. Uh, maybe he has one more fucking match to go against Roman Reigns because everyone can fucking cheer for Goldberg and put Roman over on him. And I will laugh my ass off because I can't stand Goldberg. I want him to be done. I want him to, like, look like an idiot going out, and that's it. No more. Fuck you, Goldberg. <sighs> I feel so much better now I said that. You guys should try that every once in a while. By the way, if you guys like our oh. rambling, talking about WrestleMania this last year, next year, WWE, just give a call at 319 Oh, no, no, that's not the actual number. That's my number. Anyways, uh, 929-477-3781. You'll be on hold at that point listening. Press 1 to join the conversation. All right, uh, let's move on. I'm trying to think of, like, some more stuff uh, involving this last year and what they can learn from it, basically. Here's a question for you guys. General managers, I think that Daniel Bryan's going to be done soon. We know that Mick's gone. Who is your ideal general managers uh, going for this next year? And first, be realistic, uh, because, I mean, there's so many people that we could say could happen. And also, note that uh, Kurt Angle's probably going to be one of them. So, uh, Chris, who do you think is going to be the GM next year between Raw and SmackDown? Kurt Angle on Raw, and then hopefully – I would say someone like JBL or Booker T on SmackDown if they wanted to do it just because they have the SmackDown recognition. But uh, maybe Edge, if he wanted to make a run for a little bit, that would be a good choice. I just The SmackDown being that it's brand split, I would kind of like it to be someone that was a SmackDown guy during the original brand split, if that makes sense. Um. I like that idea. I, I mean, I think Booker T would be a great person to have for SmackDown. I like Booker T. The fact that he's going to involve one of my favorite networking um, podcasts for Collider with their uh, their little movie trivia thing is pretty dang cool. But, uh, yeah, Booker T would be interesting. Uh, Juwan, who could you see being the GMs this year? <clears throat> I, I, I want Kurt Angle for SmackDown. Um, I think that just works better. I think SmackDown needs all the um, firepower it can get, um, especially with Raw getting um, – God, I can't remember his name, and I, I love to see him wrestle. Um, he uh, he lost the title. Finn Balor. They're getting Finn Balor back. That, that's a big draw for them. Um, for Raw, I, I desperately want either Eric Bischoff or um, Stone Cold. And I'll – I'll keep lobbying for those two because it just works so perfectly. Um, I think Eric Bischoff would definitely be a, a, a really good um, candidate to come back. SmackDown, it's, it's Kurt Angle. 
But I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a wild card as, as like a joke. Teddy Long coming back. Um, but I, I'll definitely side with Chris. Um, I'd love to see Edge come back and, and uh, take over for Daniel Bryan. So for SmackDown, it's either Kurt Angle or Edge. In Raw, it's Eric Bischoff or Stone Cold. I like those choices. I, I mean, uh, you could say what you want about Eric Bischoff. The guy is really entertaining, and if he's not directly, you know, in charge of everything, I think that he can bring a lot of uh, fun moments, especially if you pin him with Stephanie McMahon because of their past. That would be hilarious. Um, and I don't think Stone Cold is actually out of reach. Uh, I think that, you know, if they were to offer him enough money, he's not – he's doing his podcast, having fun, but you could tell that would be kind of great to have, like, the old GM Stone Cold concept involved with it. Um, Here's a name that, you know, I'm going to throw out there. What about Sting? Uh, Sting had a general manager type of thing in TNA at one point. Uh, so even bringing him in there since he can't perform, it would be kind of cool to, like, you know, that's the same concept of, like, what you're saying with Edge and other wrestlers. Obviously, Stone Cold would be one of them. It's just, like, some guy that we can have come back, be a part of the whole entire thing, just not, at, you know, hurt themselves. Uh, I don't expect Shawn Michaels. But I think that's going to be Kurt Angle on SmackDown and – I'm hoping for Sting, but I think that Eric Bischoff's actually a really good choice, very solid uh, idea. So we'll find out going forward, you know, who knows. But, yeah, um, I don't know. Do you, guys, uh, do you guys have any other, you know, do you want to talk about, like, the Rumble itself or any specifics uh, before we move I, on I to got the one. future? Sure. Uh, I, Chris. I got one. Uh, let's, let's, what's your, what was your favorite WWE match of the past year? leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, mine would be AJ Styles, John Cena over at, was it Royal Rumble? They, they performed the fuck out of that ring and destroyed it. Um, I also love that last match with um, the British guy. Oh, man, I can't. Gallagher and um, uh, Neville at the last pay-per-view. I thought that match was incredible. But, yeah, I think it was AJ Styles versus John Cena the one that they just uh, did over at uh, Royal Rumble, I believe, or was the Survivor Series. How about you, Juwan? Um, I'm honestly going to say I uh, Finn Balor and um, Seth Rollins, you know, before Finn Balor got injured, I guess, but him still uh, pulling through to uh, finish that match, I, I really uh, that really resonated with me. I thought that was a really good match. But I'll even go a step further. I'll say Sasha and um Oh God, yeah. what's her name? Charlotte and uh and Charlotte. Michelle. I thought that was such a great goddamn match. So I'll say those two. That's I know I keep picking matches. two when you only want me to get one, but I'm sorry. It's like it's like a, a, a toss up uh with some of these. But I'm gonna go with if if you're telling me to pick one, feet to the fire, I'm going Sasha Banks. Charlotte Flair, Hell in the Cell, what a match. I, I love their match that they did. Remember, it was on Raw where they had it when they won the audience? Very reminiscent yeah. of uh, Stone Cold, Bret yeah. Hart, WrestleMania 13. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, Sasha made Charlotte tap uh, through, like, the bars yeah. or whatever. Yeah. People are getting yeah, sick absolutely. of that. They, like, you're, you're getting they have sick. five-star People, matches. Fans are getting sick of ma- good matches between a good feud but they want to watch Goldberg. I'll never fucking understand it. But uh, Chris, who was yours? Uh, definitely the last match with – well, not the very last match, but the last match with just John Cena and AJ Styles for men's. And I agree uh, 
Well, I kind of agree with Juwan with Sasha Banks and Charlotte as far as females go on the uh, – but I, I go for that Monday Night Raw title change match, the one that you guys were just talking about. thought those two matches are definitely – were definitely the standouts. And then if I had to say, like, a runner-up to would be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the, the end match that they had that was the Fight Forever match. I, I, I could definitely agree on that, man. And not only that, like, uh, I'm trying to think. There was something that just popped in my head. I love the Survivor Series for the most part. I thought that was good. Oh, um, uh, Elimination Chamber. I actually really enjoyed that last match between all the big dudes. Uh, I think that they really performed well together. And it was it was an overall really good match. Um, and then, of course, Bray Wyatt winning the title. I guess I've really been on a Bray Wyatt kick. Uh, but um, remember, guys, we're, we're talking WrestleMania. If you want to join the conversation, uh, call 929-477-3781. You'll be on hold listening. If you want to ask a question, press 1, and we'll get you on about this last year with the WWE. But I think that we should uh, start moving forward. Uh, unless, Juwan, did you have another like little subject you wanted to talk about before we move forward? No, no, I, th- I think I'm good to, to go ahead and move on. All right, well, let's see. Um, I think that we should talk about the, the future, if you will. Um, stuff that we'd like to see happen this next year. Because I'm basically, I'm trying to leave the WrestleMania talk for when Cleo gets on. Oh, actually, it looks like we have a caller. Add them to the mix. Oh, never mind. Um, sorry, it's, it's hard to multitask somewhat. But all right, so guys, going forward, we have a lot of stuff that's ending. Like Triple H, Seth Rollins, I'm pretty sure this is going to like work itself out after this. Finn Balor's going to be back. Um, you know, we're going to see a heavy presence probably with Austin Aries, I'm assuming being the cruiserweight champion after this match. Who knows? Maybe Neville will retain it. Um, but basically, what's something you'd like them to change mainly about next year compared to this last year. Like, I mean, the obvious answer could be like, hey, you know, don't bring Goldberg back. But other than that, because that would be my thing, besides what I'm going to say. But, Juwan, uh, how do you feel? Um, What do you want something? I'd say the biggest thing that I want is for them to, um, I guess, stop acting as if the only divas they have on Raw are the four that we're seeing in this – title match, uh, the, you know, at, at WrestleMania, I'd kind of like to see more Divas uh, kind of blossom up on Raw um, so we can stop getting the same feuds because it looks like that's what we're going to get going forward, the same feuds between the four of these uh, ladies. Um, also, I need desperately to see Finn Balor um, not only win the title but turn heel doing it. Um, because I kind of want to see that dynamic of the demon being the bad guy with the title. Um, I do want to see Triple H form this new kind of um, uh, heel faction that he's kind of putting together. I want to kind of see that come into fruition. Um, No more Goldberg. uh, Very little Brock Lesnar if he's not going to be doing matches on Raw. Because I don't think there's anyone on Raw that I personally want to see him go against. Maybe Braun Strowman. Um, but that's really it. Um, I guess that's it. That's it. I just need to see um, Finn Balor's champion slash heel 
more more divas and um, maybe Brock versus Braun Strowman, but that's it. That's interesting. Brock versus Braun Strowman. All right, well, we've got a caller, so I'm going to let them on, ask them the same question, see if they want to just ask a question in general. But, hey, you're on with Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Who is this? Hey, this is Richard. Hey, Richard. How's it going, man? It's going good. Just listening in, tuning in. Uh, I follow Leo Thomas on Snapchat, so he just told me to call this number to listen about WrestleMania. Yeah, we're talking WrestleMania. So, like, uh, about this last year, uh, what was one of your favorite things about uh, WWF uh, with their storylines this last year? Honestly, about WrestleMania, uh, wrestling in general, I would say I always enjoyed watching Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, I don't blame you, especially the matches that he did with The Rock were fun matches to watch. Um, do you have anything with this upcoming WrestleMania that you'd like to see happen between the matches? Uh, I want to see some Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Who do you think is going to win between those two? Uh, that's a hard one. I, I would have to. I would have to go with Brock. Uh, no, I'd have to go with Goldberg. I mean, he always come. He always comes through. So. Oh, I got you, man. Well, I, I appreciate it. Um, you calling in. Um, who knows what's going to happen between Brock and Goldberg? Uh, I could go to either guy, obviously. It's whoever the W wants to put over, really. So uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, man, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Take care, guys. You have a good one, bud. All right. Well, that was nice. All right. So, anyways, Chris, um, same question. Um, what do you want to see change next year? Uh, I want AJ Styles to turn face, obviously, um, to work against Bray and, and maybe a heel Orton. And uh, let's see, what else would I want on SmackDown? Luke Harper to get a, a big push. I feel like he kind of deserves it. He's been there for a while, and he's he looks really good in some of these bigger matches he's had. And I think if you're going to do it, now's the time. And even if it's for, like, the Intercontinental title or something, him against Baron Corbin could be very interesting. Uh, well, as yeah. far as Monday Night Raw goes, um, I'm looking forward to the, the same thing Juwan is with the possible heel faction that they're building and slowly building. You know, getting excited about that uh, with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens and maybe Gallows and Anderson would be good in the mix. And then as far as Finn Balor turning heel, I would kind of like to see him be the guy – it goes up against the faction. Because right now, I think, he's the the only that, I think he's the only guy that's going to be able to, because they've treated Sammy Zayn like a goof for so long, I think he might be the only one that could could battle them successfully as a, as a face. I mean, Seth Rollins, is he's okay, but I don't think that he's going to get the reaction that they would want against those guys. And uh, maybe they bring Seth Rollins back into the fold, you know, do a swerve or something later on. And there, there's tons of things that they can do. I want Sami Zayn to have a better year than this year. I mean, he had some, he got a good, a couple good wins over Kevin Owens, but other than that, they've kind of just repeatedly shit on him or made him win in ways that were <laughs> very cheap. Bad. Like last, you know, he beat Kevin Owens, but he didn't really beat Kevin Owens last uh, or Monday night. So it's. And I, did, I get why they do that. They're protecting Kevin Owens in the Jericho match, but at the same time, it just kind of makes Sami Zayn look like a goof. So those yeah, are the things I'm looking forward to. 
You you know what? I I'll, I'll side with you on that. I guess me wanting Finn Balor to to turn heel was mainly because him being the demon and being a heel, it would just it to me it it, it gives me chills just thinking about it. But I do I do see your point as him being possibly the only successful uh, face, him potentially being the only successful face on Raw, uh, especially going up against Triple H faction. I, I'll definitely side with you on that. Uh, that that definitely is more appealing than my idea, but mine was just purely off of, you know, the the alter ego of Finn Balor, which is, you know, the demon being a heel with the title. It'd be something really cool. But I, I completely understand your point, and I do side with you that that would definitely be uh, a little bit more entertaining, seeing him versus Triple H's faction. Yeah, because it's, it's like... It's like the faction's going to be like a horseman, you know, maybe NWO hybrid, and he'll be like the Sting or Stone Cold type of concept against them. I really like that idea. Um, I hope that actually happens. I think that will help out Raw. A lot of people complain about Raw. Like, I loved everything with Chris Jericho and, and Kevin Owens. It was ridiculous, over the top, but it was hilarious and great television, which is the main thing that matters when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, and... I think going forward, if they have this heel faction, especially if Anderson Gallows gets involved with Smojo and Kevin Owens, you'll have Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, but mainly Finn Balor that scares them. Maybe he, like, turns the demon. He has a new look going into everything. Um, actually, that's a good, like, little sub-question. How do you think about this, like, this – and maybe you have more information about it, Chris, but how do you feel about this uh, new look that's going to be similar to the past, but I think he's trying to do makeup all the time now or something like that? For uh, for Finn, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna hold and, and wait and see what he does. I mean, he did some really cool stuff, and when he was Prince Devitt in New Japan, I mean, he did the Carnage makeup before that was really cool. I mean, he's done some really cool that things. Is. If he's gonna do it every every time, I think he could get some. You know, if it looks cool each time, I I kind of like where he protects it a little bit. So like to me, if he takes down that entire faction, for instance and the last person standing is the King of Kings, Triple H, and he breaks out the demon, and he hasn't done it in a while. I think it just makes it a little demon bit more King. effective. I like that concept of the Demon King versus the King of Kings. That's pretty cool. Um, I, if, if what they're saying with this, this, this new look that he's going for, or it's going to be similar to his past look, if he's trying, because I've heard him in interviews talk about how he really likes wearing makeup, um, if he were to have something like more toned down, like a part of the demon's always there, some bullshit like that that can put in the storyline, and just have him so that he is, you know, when the demon freely comes out on pay-per-views, it's that elaborate. Because it was mo- more about, like, him walking to the ring. It's going to be him walking. It's not going to be him doing the weird thing as much anymore. Maybe they'll save that for the pay-per-views only. I don't know. Um, I think it's all really cool. I just can't wait to see the guy come back. I think that... He's got a really good look to him. He's got a really cool concept to him. He's a cool guy in interviews, or at least from what he sounds like. Like, I'd hang out and have a beer with him, you know? Uh, I think I'd have a beer with uh, pretty much anyone, you know, even Hitler, uh, just because it would be interesting. You could tell people, I had a beer with Hitler. Don't be a bitch out there, people. Anyways, uh, but let's keep on going with this wonderful thing called I, – I just love this idea. It's, it's kind of like we're booking for next year, but we're not really. So uh, I, I guess I will do that. All right, other than the heel faction – Let's play Booker, and not Booker T. But um, 
you know, kind of form something that you guys could see, like just actually just a rivalry between two wrestlers that maybe you haven't had one previous this year. Even if they're on a brand split, say that we do some trading, and that's part of the storyline. But um, Juwan, to put you on the spot first again, um, <laughs> could you see two wrestlers having a feud? Which ones would they be? Um, you're saying uh, I could trade? Well, I mean, don't go too over the top, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, who, who's two guys that you could see having a really good feud this year potentially? Well, <clears throat> this would be an idea if there wasn't a brand split, but I'd love Samoa Joe and AJ Styles to uh, to to go one on one. I think that'd be a really, really, really awesome dynamic. Um, but realistically, um, I could see. I'm trying to think. I could see Finn Balor and um, Samoa Joe going at it. I could see Finn Balor and Kevin Owens going at it. Um, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens works better with me because Samoa Joe just makes me a little uneasy in me knowing that Finn Balor um, just went through the injury he went through. I kind of want him to stay away from Samoa Joe. But um, I really like Finn Balor versus um, Kevin Owens two really good in-ring performers. Um, but definitely, like I said before, now I've been thinking about it, I desperately want uh, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, SummerSlam. I want to see Big Show and Braun Strowman really go at it this year at some point, too. That's definitely something. I think this is going to be the, Big Show's the, last year. I think he actually announced that. I think it's going to be Undertaker's last year, too. I think he'll have maybe the two only more reason, matches and one of them will be Mania. The only reason why I don't I'm not that excited to see Big Show and Braun Strowman is because we know they're going to put Big Show down to, to further Braun Strowman. You, you know? And and I, I don't want that because I always thought Big Show's yeah. last run, he should have some sort of title on his last run. Um, and I just, I, I, I think what they're potentially going to be doing to him is a little on the side of unfair. He should have a title run his last run. Um, just like Taker. I mean, if Goldberg can come back and never have to be on a live show outside of once <laughs> every blue moon, um, why can't Undertaker get a title run? I mean, he literally only has to be <laughs> on Raw once or twice a month. That's it. If that. So Undertaker needs a title on his last run. Big Show needs a title on his last run. That's just how I see it. I can definitely see your point on that. Um, Chris, same concept. Uh, Sinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe or Sinsuke versus Kevin Owens I think would be pretty great. Or if he goes to SmackDown, Sinsuke versus AJ Styles would be phenomenal. Uh, Miz versus AJ Styles on SmackDown would be good if they decide to turn AJ Styles' face just because I think AJ can carry him through a match. What Miz lacks ring skill-wise, I think AJ could easily make up for way better than what's going to happen at WrestleMania against Shane McMahon. Um, and I think they can have some good matches and definitely some, some good promos between those two. Kevin Owens, I want him to steer just completely clear of Sami Zayn for a while and then maybe build Sami Zayn back up, give him a U.S. title run or, or something. I don't even know who has the U.S. title right now. That's how much that belt has depreciated. It's like Rusev lost it, right? So I have no idea who has the fucking US. Oh, Jericho. Jericho. 
Oh, yeah, that's that's the match. It's Jericho <laughs> versus Kevin Owens. I forgot he did the title dropped because they uh they <laughs> that guy out of the title. Roman Reigns had it beforehand, so, you know, it really overshadowed, overshadowed by it just being Roman Reigns. Um, so it, yeah, as far as Roman Reigns, I mean, Roman Reigns goes, a uh, heel turn. I think that that is where they need to go with that. They probably won't. So just uh, have him go against people that he hasn't been against. Maybe like Nakamura or someone, bring someone fresh up. Um, Braun Strowman. Why not him versus Samoa? Why not Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe? That would be good. And they're both they're both Samoans, so those motherfuckers are performers, and they can work really well with each other. So, I mean, it would be like two. The reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is because I could see Seth Rollins recruiting Finn Balor and Roman Reigns to kind of, and maybe Sami Zayn if you know they stop making him a joke, or even Chris Jericho. Um, rather than Sami Zayn. I could see Seth Rollins recruiting those guys to help take on whoever Triple H's complete, um, you know, uh, set of of uh, heels are for his little faction. So I, I was just picturing in my mind Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe. That might be really a uh, box office. And then, you know, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Triple H. Like, all those aspects just seem really box office to me. I, I agree 100%. The only thing I would say is you got to promote, you got to protect Samoa Joe for a while to build him up, so that people don't get pissed when he gets fed to Roman Reigns, which is what will happen. Um, I would really like to see Samoa Joe work a program with Braun Strowman. I think that would could be very interesting, just seeing those two physical guys, you know, a bigger guy versus Samoa Joe, and that could help get Samoa Joe over as the killing machine he actually is, you know. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I'll even ask you this, Chris. Am I out of my mind to want WWE to, by any means necessary, go out and buy Abyss so we can have either Abyss versus Kane at a WrestleMania or Abyss versus Braun Strowman? Oh, I mean, that would be awesome. But I think, you know, the the thing about Abyss is he likes the light work schedule, and he has for a really long time. Um, probably because all the crazy shit he did in TNA with Sabu. Yeah. All those yeah. spots in his early days. But they offered him a contract yeah. two years ago to go against The Undertaker. They kind of wanted to build, like, another Kane-type monster. And mm-hmm. uh, it it kind of fell through. But if they oh, got wow. this and maybe brought, like, Bruce uh, – what is the his heel manager? Bruce, is it Bruce Mitchell from the original I TNA so. days? The guy – Sinister yeah. Minister. Yeah. They brought back with a Sinister Minister. That could be fucking awesome. <laughs> right? We're I mean, re- to uh, me, why can't, why can't WWE just kind of, like, work with him on whatever he wants to do? I mean, there's so many guys in WWE we'll see at the beginning of the month and not again for, like, another two months or something like that. So why can't you just work with Abyss to do that? I mean, he is an older guy, and like you said, the matches that you go through in TNA are almost nothing like what you go through in the WWE. So the stuff he went through with Sabu, um, that that was a lot of crazy stuff. So just kind of work with him, because getting Abyss could do huge things for Raw. Very huge things for Raw. Even though maybe, as I'm thinking about it, maybe he might be a lot cooler on SmackDown. But just go get Abyss, man. There's so many different storylines you can run with Abyss. Maybe Abyss versus Kane. Have Kane bring back out the demon monster Kane and have those two go head-to-head. There's so many great things you could do. Go get a bit. So we need to get an abyss. Uh, I mean, abyss, yes. not an abyss. Uh, 
Yes. Him, basically, I'd Alan Abyss would be... Suicide. I would love... I, suicide was a great wrestler. I just haven't seen him in a very long time. I'm surprised he never went over to, uh, to Raw, actually, with his... I know that Mick Foley was trying to get him involved in it a while back, but I guess it never happened. Uh, but, hey, guys, remember, uh, we have a lot of listeners right now, guys, actually, so... I really appreciate you guys taking your time to listen. We're actually right about to go into WrestleMania, the big event, and start going over this card. If you are listening right now and you'd actually like to ask a question, press 1, and it'll cue you in, and then you can ask your question. It's that easy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to ask Jane, you guys gotta, before we go into WrestleMania. I got a What's that? quick comment. If we're talking about okay. bringing people in, I'm going to keep hyping them until they do it. Ricochet, man. What the fuck? Somebody sign it. Rick. Ricochet is a. I'm pretty sure you're ready that he's a free agent, man. Um, I'd like to see Will Osprey uh, eventually make his WWE maybe this year. Um, who knows? Jay know? Lethal. But uh, Jay Lethal is another name I'd love to see over in NXT and then WWE. Uh, I mean, he could go straight to WWE. I think that he'd be fun in NXT though, if that makes sense. Just don't. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Omega. I'm gonna say it. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Adam Cole would be awesome as a heel. Um, don't put them on Raw, obviously, because they have enough of them out there. Um, but, yeah, who knows? Uh, I guess I wanted to ask you guys, before we go into WrestleMania, the two what-ifs this year that could have happened between one of our favorite newer wrestlers and one of our favorite older wrestlers, uh, hear me out. At one point, they were trying to, and this is actually this has been confirmed, they were trying to see if Shawn Michaels would come back for Mania to go against AJ Styles. And that's why when AJ Styles caught wind of that, he tweeted that picture of the two of them squaring off and said, wouldn't that be cool? But apparently it fell through. So that was a possibility at one point. Also, another possibility that almost happened this year is the Royal Rumble. The 30th place was supposed to be Finn Balor, but they didn't feel like he was ready enough to go in the ring yet. So they switched him out with that storyline with The Undertaker with Roman Reigns. So we could have potentially gotten Finn Balor versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania as well. Out of those two matches, which one would you guys rather have seen for all intents and purposes? Uh, I guess you should pick Juwan. Fucked up there. Yeah, I was, waiting for, I was waiting for you to pass it to somebody. Um, Finn Balor versus The Undertaker. See, the only reason why I wouldn't want that to happen is because to me personally, being fans of both of them, it's a lose-lose. I don't want to see Finn Balor lose, and I think he's too new to have him beat The Undertaker. Um, so I don't know how I'd feel about that, but Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. Talk about in-ring performers. Uh, that, that'd be a match I could easily and would love to see go on for like 30, 35 minutes to maybe an hour. Those two just putting on some of the best. Uh, performances of, of their careers uh, at, at WrestleMania. So I'm going to go with that one, because now I'm definitely going to play uh, WWE tonight and do Shawn Michaels versus um, AJ Styles. Well, I've done it in many different matches. It's always a lot of fun. Chris, which one out of those two would you have liked to see more? I'm pulling on my heartstrings, because you picked two of my favorite legends of all time. So, And two of my favorite current athletes. You know, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat where Finn Balor's coming, he was coming right back. So unless you have him beat The Undertaker clean, then it, it would, that would have kind of 
it would have hurt one of one of them, one or the other ones. You're either going to get a negative reaction to Finn Balor, which you don't want, or um, you know a negative or positive reaction to the Undertaker beating Finn Balor, and then him never getting another shot at the Undertaker potentially, because he may never get to face him again. So there's no way for him to redeem himself. So uh, as far as a one-off match goes, uh, if Shawn Michaels was ever going to do it, AJ Styles would be the guy to have that match with him because he's going to protect him and make sure he's. You know, he's not getting injured, and I think they could put on a phenomenal match, especially if they treat it kind of similar to what they did with – and I'm not saying he's as old as Ric Flair, but if they treat it kind of like – No, um, I completely agree with you. I knew exactly where going. Mm-hmm. And then do a full retirement, and AJ, you know, retires him or something. That could be really, really cool. Now, I don't know that – I don't know if Sean respects his body of work as much as – um, I, you know, I haven't ever really heard Sean talk about AJ other than his current run in WWE, so that might be a little far-fetched. But that would be how I would book it and how I'd want to see it if they did that. No, and honestly, I'm going to also pick, probably because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. I love The Undertaker, but Shawn Michaels will always be, and I, I completely agree with you, Chris. It would definitely be he's Ric Flair. You know, and it's funny because AJ Styles would be carrying Sean for a good majority of the match, uh, but he would need that. But they would still make each other look amazing, and there wouldn't be as much to lose to lose in the whole situation because AJ would probably win, and that should happen. But with like someone like Finn Balor, I agree with you. That's a very good point, Joan. Is that you don't want that because there's no winner in it. You know, either person it just makes the other person look bad. Uh, at least with Roman Reigns. I mean, he has been the, the big dog for a while, so, I mean, I guess it makes sense that if they're going to – just just turn him heel. That's all I can say. Just turn him fucking heel. Let this be a thing where he just goes out, he does something da- – like, I mean, the, when they were booing him, he's kind of starting to embrace it at least a little bit uh, when they're booing him. He doesn't really give a shit, but if he were to do something like hit him with a chair while the referee wasn't looking or something like that, everyone would hate him if he beat Undertaker. And it wouldn't make Undertaker look as bad because he cheated to win. You know, so I'm just thinking that maybe that would be the best route with that whole entire thing. I thought the exact opposite, but Chris, you got me thinking like that, you jerk. Um, but I don't hold anything against you at all. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I think that that would be awesome with AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels. HBK versus AJ Styles. Ooh, I, ben Balor and Undertaker would be a great match, too. I think they could definitely do it. Well, I guess uh, let's start rocking into WrestleMania. We're going to do... The two big NXT matches, the pre-show Cruiserweight one, and then we'll go into the main card. So it's kind of a lead-up, because Saturday night is NXT TakeOver. Also, like I said, guys, if you would like to join the conversation and you're on hold, press 1. If you're listening from your phone or anything like that over something else, just call 929-477-3781, and then press 1, and you can ask a question. Till then, I'm going to go over some NXT stuff. All right, guys, um, I've been keeping up with NXT. I really like some of these people coming up, specifically these four wrestlers. Uh, I think that the women's division over at Raw could use either Asuka or Ember Moon, but it's Asuka versus Ember Moon for the women's championship. I'm personally getting to think that Asuka's making her move and she's going to lose the title to Ember Moon. Ember Moon will become the NXT women's champion, uh, and she will... Oscar will make her transition within that. Um, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. Uh, Juwan, between these two, and I don't know if you've actually been paying attention to NXT or not, and if you haven't, you know, just, just pick one of them. Uh, who do you think is going to win the Women's Championship? 
Um, I have not been keeping up with NXT, and I feel horrible. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's the one aspect of wrestling I have not kept up with at all, and I feel ashamed that I have not. Well, it, honestly, uh, with the two of them especially, they're good up-and-comers. Because uh, Asuka, she kind of reminds me of, like, this Japanese Ultimate Warrior female, but she can kick the shit out of people. Like, she's a good in ring worker. No offense to the warrior. Oh, um, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. What's her name again? Asuka. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I have heard of her. So if I had to pick someone, I, I, I'd pick her. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I definitely get that vibe from her. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, honestly, I think Asuka will probably... She hasn't lost yet. That's the thing about Asuka. So, you're going to do it. Doing it the, the, the night before WrestleMania is the right time to do it. Unless they're going to pull her to the main... Both of them to the main card for a match or something um, crazy like that. Or if they wanted to do, like, a champion versus champion, which is what they should do with NXT, have like they did with uh, Owens and Cena. That could be cool. But uh, I kind of see her losing to Ember Moon and then coming up to the main roster and probably feuding with um, Bailey for a little bit and then probably moving on up to Charlotte uh, just because they have history in NXT. So, you know, Bailey, she, she's the one who took the t- title off, off Bailey, so it makes sense to for her to go after Bailey, especially if Bailey's champion, then it would it would make even more sense. We'll see what happens when that match, you know, how the, however that match comes out. But yeah, that would be uh, that. That's my pick is probably Ember Moon. Though they could, if they want to keep it on Oscar and keep her in NXT, I, I also wouldn't be surprised on that just because there's some language gaps there, and it seems like they've kind of been scared to bring Shinsuke up as well. So it could be that Ember loses and goes up, which is possible. She's great. I mean, her finisher that flip over stunner off the top rope is pretty damn awesome. As far Pretty as like a, sweet. Yeah, I like I said. I think I think it's Oscar. She's finally gonna lose her. Um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I guess she's her undefeated streak, and we'll move on to probably the the big stage. And I could see Amber Moon then leading the women's division in NXT. Here's a match that's one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most. Actually, out of all the matches, uh, it's a WrestleMania match. Eventually, like these two guys are two great up-and-comers. But we got Shinsuke Nakamura, who got defeated, but is going back for the title again, against Bobby Roode, the glorious one himself, for the NXT title. I'm doing a good job summing this up. Now, I gave you that, Juwan. You haven't kept up with it, but I've just given you that wonderful intro. Between those two, who do you think is going to win the title? Well, um, I don't need to keep up to to know I want Bobby Roode to win. I've been a huge fan of his since uh, TNA. So definitely anything Bobby Roode, I'm definitely going for another guy that needs um, to hurry up and get to the the main roster of Raw or SmackDown uh, because he's he's really good in the ring and and he does have pretty good mic skills. So I'm going to just go ahead and say Bobby Roode. Do you think the glorious one's going to win, Chris? I do not. Uh, and storyline, like I said, I don't think they're going to bring Shinsuke up for a while. And in storyline, Shinsuke has been off TV 
nursing a knee injury caused by Bobby Roode. So it kind of makes sense for him to get his redemption, get the title back, and then he can they can flip it to whoever they want to flip it to. Bobby Roode, they'll probably keep down there almost as long as they kept Samoa Joe down, unfortunately. But uh, Bobby Roode's gimmick right now, this hybrid Ric Flair, Rick Roode thing that he's got going on in NXT is probably one of the best gimmicks as far as WWE goes. And uh, that theme song he has immediately kind of sets the tone for it. So it's, you know, I, I like Bobby Roode a lot as well. I mean, especially his work in TNA. Uh, I just think that they're going to try to keep those guys there just because NXT is so depleted right now as far as heavyweights go. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I mean, it, it seems like Asuka and Shinsuke are meant, obviously, not saying Bobby Roode and Amber Moon aren't, especially Bobby Roode, but it just seems like they'll be transitioning now in their career. And I, I, I completely agree with you. I think Bobby Roode is going to be there like Samoa Joe. But I don't think it's a bad thing. It's They don't have a, another big name right now that's come out of it, so they got to kind of wait for someone to, you know, work their way up there. So it's... I like NXT system. I mean, it's very much college football compared to football. I mean, it, it, it is. It's like you're getting a bunch of up-and-comers. Uh, the only difference is that some people have been doing it for a hell of a lot longer when they come from Ring of Honor or TNA than others that are just, like, you know, going to full sale and doing the college program. But either way, we'll definitely see Bobby Roode, you know, on Raw SmackDown in the future. I have no doubt about that. And Shinsuke is a lot of fun to watch. He's one of the most elaborate, all-around, like, ridiculous professional wrestlers in the best way possible since maybe like Macho Man. Like, he just he's just weird out there. His promos are like, what the fuck? Like, he dresses like Michael Jackson a little bit. Like, he just got such a weird out there concept. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely think that it's going to be Bobby Roode's night. I think the Glorious One's going to win. And I also listen to his theme music sometimes when I'm driving. I'm not going to lie about that, guys. I'm not ashamed. Um, as I shouldn't be. Uh, but um, let's go into the actual matches, guys. All right, so now this is Sunday night. It's coming up soon. And we're going into the – this is the pre-show, but one of, the, I think, the best matches lined up. And it's for the Cruiserweight title between Neville – or I should say Neville uh, and Austin Aries, which I love Austin Aries, man. I like his mic skills. I've watched some older stuff that he did over at Ring of Honor with uh, CM Punk. This guy's a hell of a friggin' in-ring worker. Um, it's for the Cruiserweight Champion. I think Austin Aries is going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Neville ended up winning, doing some some type of heel maneuver to get the win. Uh, but I hope that they give these guys, since it's the pre-show match, a good amount of time to have a, a full match, a fun match, and it's I just... It, from the track record, the past stuff I've seen of Austin Aries' work, I've been extremely impressed. And Neville, this whole entire last year, and even beforehand, obviously, he's been amazing in his matches. So I think it's going to go to Austin Aries. He'll become the Cruiserweight champion. But I could see Neville actually retaining it, too. I don't think it's, like, you know, so one way or the other. Uh, but, uh, Chris, who do you think – who's who's winning the Cruiserweight championships in the night? Wow. It's a tough one. Um I, I hate to be the guy that kind of flip-flops on it, but it really depends on what they're going to do with the rest of the roster. Um, Aries has kind of always been better as a heel. He's doing good work right now. But uh, I think he could. I think that he might end up getting the title and then giving him a run. 
against Neville, maybe back and forth for a little bit, trying to build that feud up. So, because that's going to be a good match, and then uh, throwing like Gallagher in the mix, and um, hopefully, eventually Akira Tozawa. Austin could also work against Brian Kendrick, depending on how they go go with that. So, he at least gives them, uh, you know, a, a name, a big name that people know um, from both NXT and TNA and Ring of Honor to kind of build that division around. So I think they're, they might be putting the title on Austin Aries. No, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it does end up staying on Neville just for a little bit longer um, because he just got it with like a pay-per-view, like maybe one, one or two months ago. But it, it just depends on how protecting, like it depends on who's really in charge of that. Cause if it's, if they're handling it like they handle NXT, they might protect the title a little better, which would mean that they're going to, you know, keep it on Neville. It, it really just depends, but it doesn't seem that way because they flipped that title from T.J. Perkins pretty quick to Kendrick and then back, and so, um, and then over to, uh, man, what is the guy's name that dances to the ring? <laughs> Can't think of his name oh, right now. Sorry. No way. Going. Jose. No way. Jose. Are you talking about that? No, no, not yet. <laughs> a good guess, though. Oh. In a, uh, well. In, in any uh, case, yeah. That's uh, yeah, so that I, I would I would go on a limb and say probably Austin Aries is going to walk out champion. All right, yeah, that's that's what that's what I'm thinking will happen. And honestly, I think that there's a good chance Austin Aries is going to flip on a dime and become a heel just like that if he wants to. But obviously, if it's Gallagher, he'll go heel. If it's Neville and they continue that feud, he'll stay babyface. I think that's kind of like a obvious concept. But yeah, I really hope that Austin Aries gets he I would just like to see him have a belt. You know, uh going forward. But um let's go to the next match. Uh one that I mean I kinda care about just because I think that there's two feuds that could play out within it. But the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um which apparently wow, this is also on the kickoff show? I don't know if that's actually yeah. the right information stuff like Stuff on. No, no, it is. It's confirmed. Oh, yeah. and they're doing the women's championship for SmackDown on it. Wow, I I did not expect that. All right. Well, either way, uh, the the Andre Giant Battle Royal. Uh, we know Big Show's in it. Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn, everyone else basically that's not a part of it. They're going to do a mini Royal Rumble because at this point, it doesn't matter if you're a giant or not. It just matters if they don't have anything else going on for you. But within this. I think that we could say, see, something between, I don't know if Samoa Joe's in it or not. I, I think that he, he hasn't been confirmed, and they might be done with it. But I could see him coming out unexpectedly because there's nothing for Samoa Joe on this bill right now. So him and Sami Zayn going at it. We definitely are going to see Braun Strowman and Big Show go at it, which will be fun. I hope it ends up between Big Show and Braun Strowman, and I hope Braun Strowman t- throws at the Big Show. It would be great if Big Show would win, but usually it's the old, old guy goes out, new guy goes on top type of mentality with wrestling, so I could definitely see that being the thing. Um, Chris, do you see it another way? And I mean, this is going to be another place that Mojo Riley, who's got a good, I think the kids get some steam behind him. Um, he's going to be involved, you know, Sami Zayn, obviously, a lot of these guys. How do you feel this is going to go? And honestly, how do you, how do you feel about the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Uh, I mean, it's fun. I mean, they put it under the undercard, and it gives guys a chance to get out there on the big stage. Uh, I don't have a problem with it, especially if they don't. I mean, it's a good way to build feuds, too, um, as you were saying. I kind of see Samoa Joe being part of this and possibly winning 
just because they, I mean, they're, they're, they need to build that guy as a monster, and they obviously can't just do squash matches with Samoa Joe. So I, it could be that the Big Show and Braun eliminate each other, and Sammy, or Sami Zayn eliminates both of them and then gets fed to Samoa Joe, setting up a, uh, a feud. If I was booking it, that's probably what I would do between Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn, which sucks for Sami Zayn because he's not going to win. Oh, win that feud, but that would be the way I'd probably go with it. Um, and you do have a bunch of SmackDown people in there. I mean, the Usos are going to be in there, Mojo Rawley. They they did like a five-way tag match on SmackDown, which is Dane's favorite thing that they do on, on SmackDown. I actually have some great news. We're going to actually hold your thought uh, because our guest is here. Um, so we're going to bring him oh. on. Does that sound good or what? Um but yeah, just sorry for cutting you off, but obviously, like, we want to get Cleo on. So, uh, hey guys, we got a great guest for you out there in Geek Five Nation. Um, we got Cleo Thomas, um, who's an American actor, rapper, singer, and entertainer, best known for his role as Zero in Holes and Mixed Mike in Roll Bounce. Cleo also starred in other films like Walking Tall and Remember the Days. And currently, Cleo's working uh, with his debut album, Just a Sample. Cleo, how's it going, man? Welcome to Geek. Well, yeah, welcome to Geek Five Nation, and welcome to Wrestling Geeks Alliance. How was going oh, on, guys? How are you? Good, man. Um, glad to have you part of the show. Uh, I heard you like professional wrestling. Oh man, uh, like is an understatement, man. This has become the the thing for me. I need to be updated at all times. Every single day, everyone who knows me knows not to bother me. Pretty much Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays, plus one Sunday out of the month, I am not to be bothered with. <laughs> I I completely understand, man. And I mean, I I I I saw your age, and you're only a couple of years younger than me, but you look a hell of a lot younger than I do. Unfortunately, my part, but you know. Shit happens with age, but uh, either way, you've you've witnessed the Attitude Era. You've been a part of the Ruthless Aggression Era. You've been a part of the Golden Age. I mean, my earliest memory, myself, I still remember, and I was probably about two, um, is watching with my dad, uh, you know, um, Andre the Giant take, or not Andre the Giant, but Hulk Hogan take Andre the Giant and slam him on WrestleMania three. Uh, huge moment. What is your earliest moment, if you will, that comes to mind for, for wrestling? The earliest moment for me is definitely seeing Mike Tyson come out on Raw, seeing Austin step in the ring with him, and then all hell just ensued. That was when for the first time, well, again, I have been watching wrestling previously before that, but that moment right there, I, I, I didn't know what just happened because I grew up watching Mike Tyson knock people clean the hell out. So all of a sudden, I'm seeing my favorite wrestler jump in the ring with Mike Tyson, and it looks like they're about to go at it. And then the next thing you know, here comes WrestleMania creeping up around the corner, and we got Mike Tyson in the main event as the special guest enforcer, but he sided with DX. It was, it was the most crazy. It was surreal to me at that time. I had no idea what the hell was going on, but I begged my parents, please, please let me order this pay-per-view. Uh, I had a basketball game earlier that day on Sunday. We raced home. And me and my brother watched that WrestleMania live, man, and it, it was—it it still stands to our in our memories higher than everything else. I I completely agree with you. That was the Attitude Editor is here, Stone Cold Steve Austin's here, 
you know, get the fuck out of the way. Because what I love about it is that I think it was Chris Jericho was breaking that down. He goes, what's crazy about that match is that, I mean, you have Shawn Michaels, who's arguably the greatest in-ring worker of all time, the greatest all-around wrestler of all time. And he's the middle guy to the concept of Steve Austin and Mike Tyson. And huge, huge, huge fight. Um, So, yeah, man, it it gets me right there. But um, uh, do you have any other uh, moments you'd like to talk about before we start going over, of course, this WrestleMania? Ah, man, what are some other great moments for me watching? Uh, You know, seeing Seth Rollins cash in, that's up there in my top top five moments. Seeing, uh, being at SummerSlam and seeing Brock just completely destroy Cena uh, and take the take the titles that was that was pretty nuts to me. I have a few man, but those are the ones that come to mind you know immediately. But during the Attitude Era, man, I mean, seeing you know how many Rock promos are just as legendary as can be. How many different you know sayings did the Rock create off that microphone alone? It's it's absolutely insane. But you know you got Rock during that time. You had. Angle, who's going into the Hall of Fame finally, which I thought was never going to happen. When this got announced, guys, I jumped out of my bed. I legit jumped out of my bed when I saw that yeah. Kurt Angle was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I could have never guessed that it was actually ever going to you know, be a thing. But it came, man. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. You said The Rock, and I got to say, man, you, you were in a movie with The Rock, uh, Walking Tall, uh, with Johnny Knoxville. It was kind of like one of the first times that I got to notice – you know, the rock in the direction of him becoming a really great actor, at least that's what I think. Uh, but, I mean, you've been in movies with, like, Forrest Whitaker, and, and you were in one of the Fridays with, with Ice Cube and Mike Epps. Like, that's some, like, for me to, like, take that in my head, that's, that's some crazy stuff. How was the rock? I know you were probably younger, obviously, uh, when you met him, but was he as cool as he comes off right now with social media? Just he was just as cool as you know he was on screen for me watching him in the Attitude Era. Uh, man, I actually I actually went out and bought myself a PlayStation One. It was a it was a PS One. It was a portable PlayStation that came with the screen, and I actually had a WWF wrestling game. Uh, so during one between the takes, it was me and my little brother. We were playing, and Rock actually came over, and he of course played as himself, and I played as Stone Cold, and. We actually went back and forth for a while, but, of course, I took the W. Like, that's actually a memory that I do share. Like, yo, no one is ever going to get to say that they actually played one-on-one with the great one on set, and he got beat. That is amazing, man. That That is one hell of a story. I'm sure that he might have been being nice about it to you, but he was pissed about that. Like, oh, no, uh, if I ever have to talk to Stone Cold, if I ever get the chance to interview Stone Cold Steve Austin, i got to tell him about that memory. He'd probably laugh his ass off about that. Uh, before we go into WrestleMania, I just want to say, man, I was listening to some of your music, and i got to say, and I think that you'll take this as a compliment. I hope you will. Your song, So Many Girls, I think would be the, a badass entrance music for certain professional wrestlers. Like, say, if you know, I, I know that uh, Shelton Benjamin's about to come out. I could see him coming up that song, or just any wrestler in general. Uh, just wanted to give you some props on that. Man, thank you very much. You know, I see all these artists, you know, coming to Mania and, you know, getting their raw spots randomly. I mean, we had, you know, MGK was up there not too long ago. Uh, you know, you had Kid Ink a couple of WrestleManias ago. We got Tanache performing, I think, this year. I mean, how many times has Flo Rider performed at WrestleMania at this point? I'm like, yo, can I get a shot? Can I just, you know, can I get a shot in there? Can I put in my two cents to be able to at least hit the stage one time? Didn't Diddy come out at one of the WrestleManias? 
Yes, yeah. he did. He came out on the East Coast yeah. one. I remember that. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah. Thank you, man. I do appreciate that. I know Shelton Benjamin's on his way back. I, I can't wait to see him step in the ring. He got injured, huh? So that delayed it? Yep. I think he was. I did uh, that, uh, I'm assuming, during something in between, maybe indie-wise. But, yeah, he was supposed to come back, and then he got shelved. But apparently he's going to be back within the next like month or two. Uh, maybe he'll make a, a, you know, a surprise guest Sunday. Who knows? But um, I guess let's take you into this whole entire mix, man. We're going over the uh, the card for WrestleMania. Um, I'll I'll ask you right away, uh, Cleo. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Who do you think is going to win this? I have it as a tie right now between Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe will be involved. Uh, I think that you cannot put Joe in just regular matches. Like, people know who Joe is. People know what Joe is capable of. You got to put him in there with just everyone and see him just tear people apart for, you know, because he's that athletic for a big man. You don't expect him to do the things he does. You put him in the ring with five guys and watch what happens. I think that would be a great way to see Samoa Joe's true potential. And when it comes to Braun, He's been doing that for what, almost what, six, seven months now? He's just been tearing through everybody? And then we thought that I I had no idea what moment was going to happen when he called out Roman, then Taker comes out, and he just backs off. I thought we were going to have a moment. I'm like, whoa, 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 is it going to be Braun that takes out? Is it going to be Braun that takes out Taker at Mania? And then, no, he backed down. So I hope they at least give Braun that moment at Mania, let him be that dominant, and uh, let him continue to be that guy. Yeah, like I said before you came on, I kind of hope that it's between him and Big Show at the end and Big Show actually loses to to him, you know, kind of signifying the passing of the torch for the big dude because I like their interaction. I, one, of, one of my favorite matches that I didn't think was going to be that great of a match was the one that him and uh, Braun had on um, Ron up a couple weeks ago. But um, Yes, I, think I was there. I think, I think, oh, you were there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was here in L.A. Of course nice. I was in there. Yeah, man. Okay. See that that was that was a pretty pretty good raw too. Um, Joanna, I think you were the last person that I didn't get a chance to ask. Uh, who do you think's gonna win this uh, battle royal? Um, uh, I'm still trying to figure out the uh, the point of 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 that match. But um, if I had to pick somebody, I'd definitely go with um, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that could definitely be it. And I think I think everyone has basically said their piece on that. So we'll be moving on to the last prelim fight, if you will, the, la- the last kickoff show match between Alexa Bliss versus every other fucking chick that's on SmackDown. Uh, I'm just going to say that I don't <laughs> care what happens. Naomi's going to win this in Orlando in her home state and get the, to be the two-time SmackDown Women's Championship. I feel the glow. I think everyone felt the glow on SmackDown. That's what I see happening. Chris. Do you think that you see anything differently? Man, she drew a bad card by being in her hometown. You know how WWE loves to bury people in their hometown. So I'm going to go. <laughs> Mickey James gets the title and feuds with Alexa and Naomi for a while, and then they kind of build up get the card a little bit. That's good. That's my guess. It's going to be, it, you know, it, they should. They probably should beat it to Natalia because I don't know how much longer she's going to be around, but I doubt. I just don't see it happening. So it's probably going to go to Mickey James. I, that's very. I mean, I understand your reasoning because they do like to do that. Cleo, do you think that uh, Naomi has a chance of winning in her in her hometown of Orlando, or do you think they will give it to someone else? 
I and I honestly would like to see them give it to Naomi. I mean, she like you saw what happened when she first won the chip. Everyone they gave her the you deserve it chance, and I do agree. I think she deserves it. I I honestly believe she is the most athletic uh, female wrestler in the WWE. She's capable of doing a lot of things, but she hasn't had the right opponent who's able to go with her in the ring to be able to sell certain moves right or be able to take certain moves right. So uh, I hope that they do give it to Naomi. I really do. Yeah, I mean, like like he said, though, that like I would like to actually have, but I, I always think about that. It is in Orlando, so and Vince McMahon's evil as hell. Uh, Juwan, do you, do you feel the glow? I feel the glow one thousand percent, man. Um, I I definitely do not. Um, I'm possibly the only one who desperately wants Becky Lynch to have it back. Um, but I'm gonna have to agree with Chris. I can definitely see Mickey James walking out with it. Mainly because you don't bring her back, uh, have her have a WrestleMania match uh, with them coming back and not give it to her, I guess. Um, if she doesn't win it here tonight, possibly the next pay-per-view. But what makes the most sense to me um, is, is Mickey James getting the, uh, the title. Yeah. All right, so, you know, I, I'm going to go Naomi. You guys are going to go Mickey James. Cleo's going to go Naomi. I hope Naomi wins. That's all I have to say. But uh, let's go on to our next match. Um, this is the first one that's on the card. Well, all right, so if, if the thing in front of me is true, it might not be. It never always is, but I'm just going to go by this for matches for matches. So the next one would be our tag team champion uh, triple threat ladder match between Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson versus Enzo No More, and Big Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus. And, yes, I did say Enzo No More because I swear to God – for some reason, I think they're going to friggin' win it, but I'm so sick of Enzo Moore. I'm just done. I've said this pretty much for the last couple of weeks. I'm over it. It's Jersey Shore meets the, the New Age Outlaws, and it's, I'm not digging it. Um, I If Cesaro and Sheamus get it, great, but I actually want Gallows and Anderson to win it, and I wish that they would let them like give some of the personality they're giving off on the uh, – I forgot what their indie league is, their fake indie league, uh, but they made their own characters for it. Hilarious stuff. And these guys have a hell of a lot more charisma and potential, but they're kind of held back, and they're just like, we're the dumb heels. Hopefully they change that up and they retain the title, but I could see Enzo and Big Cass friggin' winning it. Um, Leo, how do you feel about uh, Enzo Moore and Big Cass, or Enzo? Uh, Are you a fan? I am a fan, man. I saw them come up through NXT. I, I get where you're coming from as far as the Jersey Shore meets New Age Outlaws gimmick. The crowd reaction is insane, man. They're definitely for the kids with a little, you know, a lot of trash talking. Enzo does say some things that I still go over a lot of people's heads, but I do catch them because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Enzo did want to become a rapper one, you know, before he actually did want to be a wrestler. Uh, we They've never got a chip. Think about it. They left NXT and never even touched the tag team title. So I'm convinced that they will get it at Mania. I do think Enzo needs to chill when it comes to going a little too fast. He doesn't pace himself. That's why a lot of the moves he ends up either botching or just come out sloppy. But I want to see him get it. I want to see I want to see Enzo and Cass take the chips at Mania. Um, how do you feel about that, Chris? All right, man. Well, here comes the part where I just fucking bury Enzo, like always. <laughs> uh, no, they're good on the mic. Uh, fans, like you said, fucking great reaction. 
great reaction to him. Enzo's good on the mic. I just wish he would be Cass's manager or something uh, instead of wrestling. He puts a lot of people in danger. And as someone that, like, knows how to take bumps and has been in a ring, I just, like, I wouldn't want that guy anywhere near me. And I haven't seen a good match with him in it. So I would prefer them not to get the titles. And I'm going to pull a wild card out here because they shifted this earlier in the week to a ladders match the night before Hardy Boy's contract's up at the Ring of Honor Supercard. So they might show up in this match, turn it into a four-way, and I think the Hardy Boys walk out with the titles. So I'm going to go Hardy Boys with the titles over all these tag teams. What? Wow. Just off rumors alone. If that were to happen, if that were to happen, wow, that would be nuts. Especially if all of a sudden everyone's going, delete, delete, delete afterwards. Like, yeah, okay. I know I said beforehand Gallows and Anderson, but if the Hardys are involved somehow, or even if they come out and screw over maybe Enzo and Cass. Not that I don't like them, but I don't. But I'm trying to pretend that I like them because I want to like them. Uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, but anyways. I- I, that would be awesome. I mean, Juwan, how do you feel? I'll say I'll say this, Chris. When, when you guys were saying that Vince does like to screw people over in their hometowns, another thing Vince loves to do and is uh, has been doing this consistently over the last couple of years. He likes to make a big splash the the uh, the Raw after WrestleMania. That's when I see the Hardy Boys making their triumphant return. Is the month because usually every Monday after Raw yeah. is always either a big appearance or you know something like that. So I see it happening Monday, um, and I see them taking on uh, Gallows and, and Anderson. I see them retaining um, Enzo. That that I. Listen, I thought I couldn't hate anybody as much as the New Day's gimmick, and then Enzo and, and uh, Enzo came. It is possibly some of the most boring stuff I've ever seen in my life. Uh, he's horrible in the ring. Uh, but I do want to see Sheamus and uh, Cesaro get more, uh, you know, uh, title opportunities. Those guys work great together, and they're both two really good in-ring performers that deserve um, uh, an actual solo push. But I'm going to go uh, – Anderson and Gallows, mainly because I see them having a, a better rivalry with the Hardys than any of the other groups. All right. And let's uh, go on to the next quick, one. Quick, quick, one quick rebuttal. One quick rebuttal on the Hardys before, I, before, before we move on. Okay. I agree with the big splash, but we don't know that Finn Balor is going to be on WrestleMania, and that could be the big splash. And also, the contract uh, with the, the Hardys as soon as it expires. So they're either going to be there. Sunday or Monday. So we're going to see what happens. And if the Hardys don't show up, I'm going to Anderson and Gallows as well. I think they retain. Yeah, I mean, Monday could be both. Monday could be both. Guys, I want Gallows and Anderson to retain, but I really think it it could go to Enzo and and Big Cass. Uh, Who knows? Maybe it will go to the Hardys. That would be pretty awesome. Let's go to the Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Baron Corbin, or as me and Chris like to say, the guy with the finishing moves that we really fucking like. They're cool as shit. Uh, and Dean Ambrose. It's been a little bit brewing between the two of them. We're finally going to get the two of them to go against each other. I like both of them in the ring. I like Dean Ambrose as a personality. Um, Baron Corbin, his mic work could get better. Uh, I mean, he, it, you know, just use – he just basically needs to age a little bit and, you know, figure it himself out. I like the lone wolf concept. Um, now, who do I think is going to win? 
Well, they like to shit on Dean Ambrose, so I'm probably going to say Baron Corbin's going to win the international or international intercontinental championship at Mania. I could be wrong, but that's I think the I think that's what's going to happen. Basically, I I don't really see it going back to Dean. Uh, do you feel the same way, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go probably DQ, and then they just have a crazy brawl. But yeah, I think Dean will probably retain if if not. Uh, Cleo, do you see something similar like that happening? Where goes DQ, crazy brawl, or do you think that one of them will win? Who do you think will win? You know what, man? I'm going to be there in the building, and I definitely have already premeditated that pitch break match for me because I could give a damn less on this one at all. I've never been a Dean Ambrose fan. I think it's 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 his gimmick has been boring since the jump. And I'm getting tired of Baron Corbin's promos. How many times is he going to lift his hands up? In one promo. I saw him legit do it three times. He did it three separate times in one promo. I'm like, how many come at me, bros, are you going to keep posing for it, man? I'm done. So, I, <laughs> honestly, man, I don't, I don't know who's going to end up taking this one. They might just leave it on Ambrose, and I'm fine with that. I, 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 this one I have, no, my, I have no stake in. All right. Well, I, I understand what you guys are saying. I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. All right, the next match that I want to go over, let's go over one of the big ones. Wait, uh, Dave. What's that? You forgot me. Oh, I did? Uh, 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 never mind. Um, <laughs> same question, Juwan. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Juwan. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Cleo, I, I, I'm kind of with you. Um, one thing I will say is Baron Corbin does have uh, possibly the most devastating finisher in a signature move in wrestling right now. Um, so I definitely want to see the title be uh, be on his arm. Uh, but, yeah, I completely agree with you. I really don't have a horse in this race. But Baron Corbin does have the best finisher in the game. So I kind of rather be with him. It'll be something new. And Dean Ambrose can go back to trying to figure out whatever for another title. Um, but, yeah, let's go one of these big matches because I definitely want to talk about this into detail. Um I don't know how I feel about it. It's probably going to end up being a good match, even whatever someone says about Roman Reigns. But we got Taker. He's already lost the WrestleMania match. He's going against Roman Reigns. There's a very good chance WWE might take this as an opportunity, if they're going to have Roman Reigns win, for him to do it, like hit him with a chair, you know, behind the ref's back, something like that where the Undertaker loses but he's actually screwed over more than anything. And then Roman can just go full-blown heel finally since no one's resonating with him as a baby face. It's not happening, Triple H and Vince. I know you guys aren't listening, but still, just, like, meditate the fucking shit in your head. But I could see this match being a really, really, like, good match, and I could also see it being crap. I'm going to assume that Roman Reigns is going to go heel and beat Undertaker, I, I think it's going to be a good match. I mean, I know Undertaker's old, but he's still a great in-ring worker and always has been. And then Roman, his, his gimmick and his, 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 his promos might suck, but he's also a good in-ring worker. So who knows? Uh, Chris, how do you feel about this match? Who's going to win? And you, you, basically, you're the one who had this concept that you brought it up first. Do you still think that Roman Reigns is going to turn heel and beat the Undertaker that way? He showed shades of it on Monday when he kind of embraced and turned on the fans a little bit in Philadelphia. But other than that, they've given no kind of nudge at him becoming a heel. It's possible, and if it happened, it'd be awesome and really good for Roman Reigns because it's just not working. 
but that being said, oh, if they decide not to turn him heel, they'll probably have Taker win the match, I would think, because it's not going to hurt Roman Reigns because he's going to go over in pretty much every other match he has next year. So it just depends on which way they go. If they flip the switch, uh, Reigns is going to win by some kind of crazy, crazy finish. Yeah, I could definitely see it happening like that uh, with the flip, too. Uh, if, if he stays baby, if for some reason, if they go for that, then the Undertaker probably will win him because, I mean, he has nothing to lose on that end. Cleo, how do you feel about this match? You know, them building up to it just randomly, it, it, it kind of threw me threw me left field because I did not see a match between Roman Reigns and Taker ever actually happening. I thought this was never going to be some type of, reality that I would live in but this is happening this will be live and I got to be honest I don't think they're even gonna I don't think they'll ever turn Roman I do agree that he did show shades of it on Raw with that promo but I don't think they're ever going to turn him only because he's already their top heel in a sense the fans don't like him anyway everyone boos him but it's not like Roman was as bad as he was almost like a year ago when he was terrible on the microphone and you know you could barely say quick question I know it's going to throw everyone left but does does Roman Reigns wear colored contacts? I think he does. He's got like light, 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 light blue eyes, and the rest of his entire family have brown eyes. You can, if you know, like the Samoan lineage that he comes from. So yeah, I think he does have con- like colored contacts. Because I've seen him with brown eyes, and then I see him with these blue, you know, sky blue. Eyes. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And I never actually put enough deep, like I never cared enough to actually look. But then I, I, I did catch me the other day. I'm like, wait. Is Roman Reigns wearing colored contacts? Nah, he yeah, that's not that. The brown ones are his heel eyes. He puts those on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's how good he is at working. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Juan's uh, going over. Juan, uh, who, who's going over, Roman or Undertaker? Um, I just want to say I definitely agree with uh, Cleo. People already hate Roman Reigns, so making him heel is just kind of like a, a moot point. Um, but to me, Undertaker has to win, mainly because if he loses, uh, this has to be his last year because where, where does he go from, from there? Um, once he lost to Brock, I thought that should have been the end of it. Um, but then him having two losses, the whole allure of Undertaker being undefeated at WrestleMania is completely gone. Um, and it's not as big of a draw as it would have been if, you know, he only had the one blemish rather than two. So I think you have Undertaker win. You just have Roman Reigns kind of seem like, you know, uh, you know the, the stronger opponent for a while, have Taker kind of defeat him. Because um, it, it won't affect Roman Reigns, uh, like you guys said. They'll just put him over everyone else uh, the rest of this year. Have Taker win. Um, and, you know, don't really do anything with Roman Reigns because people already hate him now, so really doesn't matter. I will say the only reason you would turn Roman Reigns heel is to build a face against him because just having someone beat Roman Reigns doesn't change the fact that he's still supposed to be the good guy in people's mind. So if he's a clear-cut heel and does something to get some real heel heat, which is beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania, it's a good way to build a baby face against him, someone like a Sami Zayn or whoever they're going to put in that spot, maybe even Finn Balor. So just something to think about on that one. Well, I even think that if you have him as a full-blown heel, that it's it's just beneficial in the fact that I think people will cheer for him as a heel because that's how – I mean, it's it's because of the Attitude Era a little bit with Stone Cold and The Rock just being kind of like a in-the-middle type concept. But, I mean, Kevin Owens 
was not booed. Uh, neither was AJ Styles. Uh, they both could have become babyface because even though they were going for heel, people embraced them and then would then boo John Cena and uh, Roman Reigns. So I don't know. Uh, I could also see them not. I just hope he doesn't stay baby and then beats the Undertaker. I think that's kind of pointless. But hey, I got some great news for you guys. We are we've had a jam packed show and we have 20 minutes left and we have the seven last matches that are pretty much the big matches of the night. Uh, so we're going to have to go a little bit quicker. No no worries too much, but let's see if we can uh, draw all these out because I want to talk about them with you guys, especially you, Cleo. Uh, this next one, Jericho, Owens, United States Championship. I think Kevin Owens is going to win. He's going to get the U.S. title because they're not going to give him the, the world title for a little while, um, and he'll have that for now, and I think Jericho is going to take a break. Um, after WrestleMania. I hope he doesn't, but he's been kind of hinting at that on his podcast, that he'd like a break. Um, I think he will come back eventually. Jericho's a badass, but I think that that makes the most sense in this situation. Uh, Cleo, do you think that do you see any other way besides that? Definitely not. I I do want to see KO uh, go ahead and go over and continue you know, being being the hard ass that he is, beating the hell out of people. So KO for the win at Mania. All right, uh, Chris. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens should go over in the match. I hope he does. And I think Jericho has got some other plans lined up to her this summer. So it makes sense to drop the title now. And uh, yeah, so that, I'm I'm going KO on that one for sure. Yep, so far. Uh, are you going to be the uh, the different person for this concept, Juan, or are you going to take KO, too? Nah, I'm, go- nah, I'm going KO Mania. KO Mania. I want one of those shirts so bad. I really would like to see him as kind of like a babyface heel, if that makes sense, like a Stone Cold concept. But I'm, I'm down for him Absolutely. right now, too. Um, all right, uh, next match, Women's Championship, Fatal 4-Way. Bailey, Shot of Flair, Sasha... Nia Jax. Sorry, Bailey fans. She's losing it, and I think Sasha's actually going to screw over and win in a pretty borderline heelish manner and start a, a nice little feud between the two of them, and Charlotte probably too, and Nia Jax will... I would like to see Nia Jax win, but I think she needs a little more experience in the ring, honestly, so she's not throwing people and going to hurt one of them. Uh, but what do you think, Cleo? Uh, I'm a Sasha Banks guy all day, every day. She reps Slick Living, so I gotta, I gotta always show love to her no matter what. So I definitely want to see her take the, t- uh, take the title at Mania. Uh, I, again, I'm with you. I would love to see Nia Jax get the chip as well, only because you know we haven't seen anyone like that, that dominant in that division ever, that damn dominant. So uh, you know, I hope Nia can 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 uh, critique herself a little bit more and clean up certain things, and then Nia will be you know, a future, future women's champion. But Sasha Banks at Mania, absolutely. All right, Chris. I'm going to go to Sasha with Charlotte basically and Nia taking each other out and Sasha somehow screwing over Bailey. So, and that sets up a feud that's interesting to people, Sasha versus Bailey. And then you can do Charlotte versus Nia Jax. Those won't be good good matches like Charlotte's been having, but there'll be matches that can keep people interested. And you can build Nia around getting wins over Charlotte because she's, you know, a five-time champion. So that's that's what I would go with. 
Yeah, I definitely think she could learn a lot from Charlotte. Um, Juwan. I'm actually going to take, like, a little twist. I see Dana Brooke um, being what kind of takes Charlotte out um, and kind of uh, Sasha and um, Bailey tag-teaming to get uh, Nia Jax out. And then um, Sasha Banks taking a heel turn, uh, taking Bailey out and uh, winning uh, and walking out with the, the title. I think we all have like a similar idea concept. I could see that happening definitely with Dana Brooks. Let's go to a match that I did not. When the leaked um, card happened, I didn't really care about this. But now that they've built this up with so many promos and the fake uh, divas and everything, the mic oh, work God. with the Miz and John Cena have been amazing. Both of them, the Miz, what, what he's doing, hilarious. You have one of the biggest heels, one of the biggest baby faces. The funny thing is, a lot of times people end up vote, or, uh, rooting for The Miz. Um, but who knows who's going to win this? Uh, I mean, it, it seems like it should be the heels, but I think this might be Nikki Bella's, if not last match, one of her last matches. So I'm, I'll say John Cena and Nikki Bella will end up winning. Um, Chris, what do you think is going to happen? Um, John Cena and Nikki Bella win, and then he proposes to Nikki Bella in the center of the ring, giving a big WrestleMania moment. Nikki Bella probably is the one that gets the pin. She gets the pin over Maurice just because you can play that off easier because Maurice hasn't been in a ring in God who knows how long. So Ever. that's, that's my much. Uh, Cleo, who do you think is going to win? Cleo? Uh, Juwan? I'm here. Oh. Uh, who do you think's gonna win? Um, yeah, no, I I agree with Chris. I definitely see that happening. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with Chris. Agree, me too. I think that you don't hint at it that many times, and not have a proposal in the middle of the ring at this point. So Nikki and Cena going over proposal. Oh my God, it's on Good Morning America the next day. They're playing. They know exactly what they're doing. Vince is a Vince is a mastermind at this. So, uh, yeah, I completely agree with you guys. That, that's probably exactly what's going to play out. Um, here's a match that I know that – I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I know Chris is not looking forward to it. Um, Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles in a traditional style match. That's my biggest thing. It's a, it's not a hardcore match where Shane can, like, somehow knock him in the head and then jump off a giant leap or whatever. It's a normal style match. Chris, I'll start with you because I know that you're not too positive on this. Uh, who do you think is going to win uh, between these two. I'm going to pick AJ Styles. AJ Styles because Shane McMahon jumps off that crazy-ass roller coaster they built for the set. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I hate the match because it, like AJ Styles should just fucking demolish him. Shane McMahon's not a wrestler. And if Shane McMahon has nothing to build around, like, with hardcore rules or hell in a cell, he has ways to make it look more realistic, but if it's just a standard match, AJ Styles should win this match in two minutes. If they're not going to do that, I, I expect the ref bump, and then uh, Shane McMahon to do some kind of crazy spot and miss, and then get hit with a Styles Clash, or on the floor, um, AJ, AJ gets the win. But I think it makes AJ look weak either way, which fucking sucks, because he could be having a good match with someone else. Like Samoa Joe doesn't have anything going on, but, you know, he's in the raw. Um, Juwan, how do you see us playing out? Yeah, I completely, from uh, top to bottom, agree with Chris. 
I, I'm not looking forward to this match whatsoever because it's a lose-lose for AJ Styles. He should be doing something better with his time. I, I honestly don't know why he's not in, like, the intercontinental title race. Or just e- even a triple threat with Randy Orton and, and Bray Wyatt, even if he doesn't win it. He just deserves more from this WrestleMania moment. But, um, yeah, AJ Styles wins. Shane McMahon shouldn't even come close to winning this match. See, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and I mean, I've said this before with Chris. I, uh, I love Shane. Uh, I know that he's not the greatest wrestler, obviously, but he will do stuff that will make stuff memorable, even if it's going through a glass panel from getting a suplex from Kurt Angle. Uh, I think that the match itself won't be as boring. Uh, the only thing that, I mean, it keeps on coming back to is the fact that it's a normal style match. It's, it's traditional. It's, it's not a hardcore match. So, I mean, they still got to have a stave, uh, like a table you know, jump, but they just did that. So who knows? Cleo, how do you feel about this match? You guys remember how Shawn Michaels went out there and, and went against uh, went against my man, Jesus, uh, I just went blank, Scott Hall. And everyone always says that Shawn Michaels went out there and had a match with the ladder. Yeah. I think this is exactly what that ma- this match is going to be. I think that AJ Styles is going to go out there, and somehow, some way, he's going to make Shane McMahon look like a million bucks. Somehow, some way, everyone that gets in the ring with him, they end up looking great because he knows how to sell great. He knows how to put you in the right moments to make you look good. I think that's what's going to happen. I'm actually, I'm looking forward to this. I do agree with you guys that you know, for this to be AJ Styles' second WrestleMania, he is their, he is if not their top biggest, you know, star in the company at this point, you would want to see him do something better, be, be against someone bigger. But he has time for that. We never, you know, he has time to be doing that. So uh, I, I think I am looking forward to this match. I'm very interested to see what they're going to pull out. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. He had a match with the ladder. I heard that, but <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Um, all right. It's kind of like, you know, when the retirement match with Ric Flair. I mean, I love Rick, and we were just talking about that earlier before you came on, Cleo, but, like, Sean, basically, it was him that whole entire match making Ric Flair look like he's not the age that he was when he was retiring. Uh, that's why Sean was great, and that's why everyone compares AJ Styles to Sean. Um, Agreed. Besides Dolph Ziggler. Besides Dolph Ziggler, who says that he's the next Sean, and that's what makes him the next Sean. Not really. Oh, Anyways, uh, let's go on. On this, what the hell is Dolph, Dolph Ziggler? Is he angry in a corner during this whole entire fucking event? Doesn't matter. Anyways, battle Royal. I think he's yeah, in, Battle Royal. Yeah, he's in the Battle Royal. Whatever. I, I just don't like Dolph Ziggler. Uh, all right. Uh, Triple H, Seth Rollins, non-sanctioned match. Basically, non-sanctioned means uh, Seth Rollins is injury. He's fine. They've been attacking a different spot, and he's going to do great during this match. Just, you know, I'm sure he's still bent to earth. He's, he's still beat up, obviously, but I think it's going to be a good match, but I still think that Triple H is going to end up winning. I don't know how. I don't know if Samoa Joe will be involved. There could be Samoa Joe comes out, and then someone helps out Seth Rollins, like Roman Reigns for some reason, you know. And then still, I feel like Triple H will inevitably win this match. I could be wrong. Chris, do you think I'm crazy? Uh, this is where, if they're going to bring Finn Balor back, I think he comes back and fights Samoa Joe, and Rollins gets the win. I think they want to blow that program off. So it's going to be a slow-paced match because that's how Triple H works. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with Rollins, who is a little faster. Also, it's going to be weird because he was on crutches Monday. So, like, 
is he going to just wrestle one-legged? And if he makes this comeback at any point in time, is he going to, like, start running at full speed? Because it's just going to look ridiculous. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I, I expect it to be more about Samoa Joe and uh, Samoa Joe and possibly Finn Balor or someone with outside interference. And then it's a toss-up with the wins. But I expect it to be a blow-off. And then uh, Seth Rollins gets the win. I can see that happening to uh, Cleo. I'm a Seth guy, 1,000%. I've been waiting for this match to happen for two goddamn years. So to finally be there and see it live with my own eyes, I'm expecting fireworks, all right? It's an unsanctioned match. Okay, so that means the curb stomp can make its way back in this ring. Hunter, you know how to take that. Please just pull that out for me. Whatever the hell else happens, I don't really care. I do need Seth to go over. I'm not worried about the other, you know, interferences or someone helping, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. I just need Seth to go over. It's unsanctioned. Please pull out the curb stomp, and let's go from there. Juwan. Yeah, Seth Rollins. All right. I I still think that Triple H could – he's – I am the game. It's my game. And he's going to have, like, at least a 20-minute uh, entrance. Remember that. With, like, a lava pit <laughs> and demon. Oh, man. All right. We got two yeah, more matches, guys. We got a little bit of time. The King of Kings. Um, we got two the more King matches. Of championship matches. All right. WD Championship. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I think Bray Wyatt's going to win, but I could see Randy Orton winning, too. I know it's a really shitty answer, but I'm just saying I hope Bray Wyatt wins, but they'll probably fucking give it to Randy. That's what I actually mean. Uh, Chris. Uh, Randy goes over with RKO. All right. Uh, do you see the same thing, Juwan? Uh Yeah, absolutely. Randy Orton. Um, I wish it was Bray, but Randy Orton's winning. Cleo. Business-wise, personal-wise, Orton just had a had a baby girl, man. Uh, he's gone after Mania. So, thank God Bray Wyatt will finally keep that belt on for a long time. I think they missed their chance with Bray a long time ago. So, to see him having the chip now, it does, it doesn't it's not impactful as it once could have been. Uh, but I mm-hmm. think Bray's keeping it. Yeah, no, that you know, makes I, sense. I didn't know that sense. detail. I didn't see yeah. detail, I didn't yeah, know detail about him having a kid, but that makes a lot of sense if that were to happen like that. I'd like to see Bray Wyatt keep it. I, like I said, he's got a mythical presence that could definitely render him as a huge guy going forward, especially when Undertaker leaves. I'm not saying his gimmick is exactly like Undertaker's, but you get what I'm saying. All right, the big one. The one everyone's been waiting for that I've that none of – no wrestling fan, I think, really has been waiting for, but we'll, we'll go over it anyways. Brock Lesnar. Versus the Universal Champion Goldberg. We already heard Goldberg in an interview saying that he's 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 tired or he's he's done with it or whatever the fuck he said. I was complaining wise. Brock Lesnar's winning. I don't see it going any other way. Goldberg's done. Uh, I hope it's not a squash match. I'm sick of that concept. It got played out, uh, especially when Kevin Owens lost. Uh, Cleo, who's winning this match? Brock. Lesnar, the beast incarnate, the conqueror, Paul Heyman's guy, 1,000% Brock's going over. Goldberg, you came, you conquered, you did, you saw, you were a superhero to the kids. We appreciate the nostalgia trip, but come on, bro. You can't hold that title and be be out here for only, what, a max 45 seconds? Done deal. Let's go, Brock. Chris, same way. Brock, Kamora Locke. On uh, a Goldberg spear, Brock goes over. He makes uh, Goldberg tap out. They sell an injury, and 
Goldberg goes away. Man, I'm I'm glad you guys are just you know with me on this whole concept. Uh, Juwan, do you also want to see? Why am I even asking you? Uh, of course, you want to see Brock Lesnar win. Of course, you know how much I just like Goldberg and him coming back. Yeah, actually, I want to start with Chris. Yeah, do the Kimura lock, uh, make him tap, and then have him hold on to it uh, for like 20 minutes, and then break his arm. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for. <laughs> that's a fucking. Holy shit. All right. Well, that is WrestleMania, guys. Uh, it's been a pretty fucking cool year in wrestling. Um, you know, I think next year will be better. And I think that progressively, I think that WWE in general and wrestling right now with New Japan and Ring of Honor, it's getting bigger and bigger, and I think it's going to be flourishing to another great age of it. Um, so let's hope that going forward. I mean, we don't want it to do shit. Uh, you know, maybe condense the writer's room over in WWE. I don't know. But, um... Dude, Cleo, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, we really had a blast talking with you. Um, I know that we kind of had to, like, go over the whole entire fucking WrestleMania card when you were on, but we'd love to have you back in the future to talk more, you know, topic-based stuff. And also, obviously, on Geek Vibes Live, talk movies. Uh, but thanks just in general for coming on our show tonight, man. Oh, man, no, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I'll be there live WrestleMania Sunday with my whole crew. With my representative oh, yeah. belt in the stands, losing it. So I will be representing for you guys. I'll make sure that the, the posts that I put up are tagged with you guys. And I would love to come back anytime, man. Let's talk comics. Let's talk cartoons. Let's talk movies. Let's talk anime, whatever. I'm down for it. Hell yeah. Geek 5 Nation, give it up for Cleo Thomas, who I always keep on forgetting you're going to WrestleMania, man. That's awesome. Um, I think I think Mania's coming to Georgia in a couple of years. I, I, I really want to go to it. I've been meaning to for a long time. It's, it's a dream of mine. It's like Mecca. But uh, thank you so much again for coming on. We'll definitely have you on in the future. I just want to, uh, you know, exit out with uh, listing, of course, my co- listing my cohorts, Chris. Hope you have a good night, man. We'll definitely be talking about wrestling and WrestleMania. And I guess I'll talk to you next week, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. That was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And I look forward to next week's show where we get to go over the predictions and how we fucked up or didn't fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very, very valid point because it could be some fuck up itch. I mean, it could be stuff out of nowhere. And Jawan. Thank you so much, man, and, uh, you know, as always, for, for helping us out, dude. This this man right here, Jawan, is the reason why we're doing this shit. So, and thanks for getting this awesome fucking guest, dude, with Cleo. Excuse my French, but uh, you have a good night, man. We'll, of course, be talking wrestling and everything going forward. Absolutely, and Cleo, we need to have you on Geek Vibes Live on, on Saturday to talk Marvel in D.C., man. Let's set it up. I'm here for it, man. All right. You heard it. You heard it here, Saturday night. Well, guys, it's been another great show of Wrestling Geeks Alliance. I hope you guys enjoyed it out there. Uh, definitely be listening every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, two hours. We talk wrestling. A lot of WWE heavy stuff this time, but I promise you we have a lot more in store going out. You guys have a good one. Yeah.